we'll start the podcast now. Tyler, what's up, dude? How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm great. <laughs> Good. How are you? After that off-camera intro. <laughs> Tyler, if you're listening to the podcast, Tyler has this flowing golden locks. And, you know, I think it, it's something that I haven't been able to do with many people that I've had on here because I don't know them well enough. And while we've only hung out, was it that one week? It feels like I've known you for a long time. Man, I think giving some roses to people when when we're alive and like just to hear uh good things this guy listen to gary v does this just you know giving compliments before someone's dead and then we're all like this person's gone dude your vibe on instagram and social media is so happy and contagious and positive i just want to share with you that, that like i'm just so stoked at your posts and we'll talk about what is metal but like please keep doing you because it is it is just so tyler and it's really refreshing. And I just want you to know that, man. It is, it's awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So with that, we have some quick hitting questions and then we're gonna hit, I almost laughed. What if I just sent you like fake questions? Like, by the way, none of those are the actual questions. Then we'll talk about training, racing, and if there's any other tangents you wanna go on to share, um, do it. So I got 10. And maybe 11 hot ones, just quick answers so people can get a quick sense right. of who you are. Going on a ride, gels and bars or candy and sandwiches? Ooh, uh, gels and bars when I have them. And then you got to be resourceful. You can uh, find some delicious things in the markets here and uh, right now in South America, but also in the United States, you know, you go for the sweet things. What's the uh, do you have the sh the uh, I don't even know what they're called, but uh, forest when we were in Ecuador was all, all these little like jam packets, it's like sugar, it's just sugar with like some flavoring money. Yeah, there, there's so many things now, like oh my god, you can have a sugar rush, like you could be bonked and up and out in a minute and a half, like <laughs> you go to little stores just with all a right. pony and you're gone. <laughs> High or low socks? High. Thank you. Tire width? 28. Okay. Uh, speed suit or bibs and jersey? Depending on fit time of the year. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> speed suit for crits, jersey bibs for road. Okay. Keep this answer PG. Wax chain or wet lube? <laughs> Or something dry, else. Dry, dry lube. Dry uh, in the gym or not worth it? Oh, not worth it. Okay. Group ride or solo smash? Solo smash. Uh, Self-coach or coach? Self-coach. Stage race or one day? Ooh. One day. Damn. I did not see that coming. Okay. This is why I love these. Because uh, one day. Because what? Championships are one day. Great call. Okay, I like that. Uh, training by heart rate or power? Power. And favorite post-ride food? Milk. Just drink that milk. Drink so much milk. Okay, one more question. Vanilla, chocolate, or strawberry? Just vanilla. From, okay. From I thought you were going to go strawberry. Strawberry. Um, so we don't run ads. Do you have you have some good brands that you rep? Give a sponsor shout out. I didn't prep you for that one. From Germany. Say Coratec. that again. Coratec. Coratec. The bike. Yes. You've been you've Cor been riding that a couple of years, haven't you? Uh, three years now. 
Yeah. Cool. Any particular model? The CCT Evo Disc SLR. Sick. And for here's going to be the factory. These are very aerodynamic bikes. Um, they run a 160 disc, so a little bit bigger disc, more braking power. I feel for the critting, it's uh, advantageous on the cornering. Really? Cool. Have more power. Well, for us, we're bigger dudes, so. Yeah, it's funny because, so I'm not, I don't know anything about bikes, to be honest with you. And my old Tarmac, I think, had a bigger one in the back and a smaller in the front, if that makes sense. The only thing that I, I wish they were both big because it was super annoying. Then I'd have to buy both sizes. And Yeah, you know, oh, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, annoying. All right. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Be patient. Ooh. How have you implemented that? Oh, so I uh, too much sometimes, you know, you sit in the back of a crit and a brake leaves in the first lap. It's gone. But that's just the game, right? I mean, maybe somehow... <laughs> say that again. One patience, patience. One time it worked where a secondary breakaway left and we all lapped the field. First break didn't know I lapped the field, broke through that and took the win as well as the sprint win. So surprises, you can always be patient and, and, have a good surprise at the end. Fair enough. If you could ride with and more as a teammate, if you could have anyone as a teammate, uh, who would it be? And that's a that's on our level, so it can't be like Peter Sagan. Uh well, you got to race with him, Ethan Bat. Yeah, but Ethan Bat, he he came to California for a bit. I think in one go he took. A, a criterium, a, t a TT, a criterium, a road race, and a circuit all in a row. Damn. Just every type. No problem. He, and they are, are they pro Conti this year? Yeah, he just got seventh at Road Nuts uh, this last week. His team got second, third, fifth, seventh, ninth. <laughs> Shout out to Blocksburg. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, is there anything funny that you've read about yourself on the internet? I haven't. I don't really look too far, but You're the smart. most funny things that happen is the call-ups when they take a biography that is not yours. <laughs> you become this other person, and I've been many different personalities at many different criteriums. Who's the best personality that you've been? I, I think I was from re remote Arizona, and I was I was into hunting. Or something. I don't know. It just went too far. <laughs> For some reason, people always confuse me and Patrick. And I was like, I don't even think we look that similar. But maybe I we do. I, I, man, you guys are always together. And, you yeah. know. But I don't. And when you're physically together, I don't know. <laughs> right? We don't, I don't know. Someone's like, oh, blah, 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 I was talking to you. And then Patrick's like, hey, this guy keeps talking to me. And he thinks that you're me. And I'm like, yeah, I got this other guy who's doing the same thing over here. So, it, I don't know. Don't get it. <laughs> What what's your best attribute in cycling, and how do you use that to your advantage? Well, I'm tall, so a lot more you can put down a lot more power. You gain a lot more muscle mass uh, as you get leaner. It's harder to be more of a sprinter or breakaway guy. Mm -hmm. So being tall, you know, you just add and subtract whenever. Like you as well, you know, your power can increase and decrease depending on your body weight, but. Mm -hmm. it's easy for you to gain that muscle back and say you lose it. I, I know probably in two weeks you can work really hard and get some of that heavy duty muscle back. So I think cause we're bigger, taller, we can do a lot more heavy lifting 
get some work done. Mm-hmm. I like that. What are you the worst at and what are you doing to improve on that? Climbing. Oh, the <laughs> does it, well, does that bother you at all? There's a lot of hills in Ecuador. Yeah, it's, it's steep too. Some of these hills, who they get you. So I, I put a little 34 on the front and a little 32 on the back. You know, I can, I can get over them now, but wow. It puts you in a little power zone to, to do this. And especially at altitude, some, some of these mountains, they go, they go, you can go from zero to 13,000. It's ridiculous. That is crazy. 13 is a new world. I don't think I've ever been to that high before. I think 12, maybe. Do you know how, uh, I think Sandia's peak's only 11. When we did that race, I died at 11,000 and it was. Yeah. At 10, I feel the, the definite change is at 10 exactly. And then after that, it's just survival. Oh, I, I feel the difference at eight. And then at nine, I'm like, I'm getting weaker. And then at 10, I'm pretty dead. And then 11, it, the race was very far away from me. Not... A little. What's that? Start to hallucinate a little, start seeing things a little, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, not good. Nope. When when you're pedaling 180 watts and you're 80 kilos, 81, whatever. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Um, what excites you the most about life or racing right now? I guess exploring, exploring mm-hmm. new races, exploring new places, new cultures, uh, everything. Just seeing the world. You're pretty well traveled. Uh, where are you still looking to go to? Africa, Asia. Uh, Sorry, I mean to cut you off. Keep going. Uh, probably Northern Africa. But I'm better at heat, so riding in heat doesn't bother me as much. So riding okay. in heat be interesting. Um, and the wind, you know, it gets some crazy times going the right way. Take a bus back. <laughs> <laughs> Where in Asia do you want to go? Uh, my friend Tommy, uh, we've been friends 30 plus years. He's uh, living in Thailand and he has a pizzeria. So I want to I want to get some pizza in Thailand and do some riding there. Oh, man, that sounds incredible. Yeah. Is he in northern or southern? I think he's in Bangkok. Hmm. I don't know where that is exactly. Yeah. Is that, what's uh, Dewey Thep or whatever? What's that mega climb out there? I, I there is that yeah there is a race that does that really long one uh, oh there's a race up it i just want to ride up it yeah there's i think that everest challenge or something like that where you just go <laughs> mm. when are you going out there do you have any plans i would love to go at some point his his daughter is is like one years old so maybe in a few years when the daughter's a little bit older and i can bring my other daughter or and other doctors by that time they can drive and like do bring bottles exactly. and stuff yeah yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> what you've been riding and racing a long time what do you do when you feel like you're riding like crap uh, i try to look at the positive aspects of what i'm doing say i'm having a bad race or a bad training or i'm sick and recovering i just think of the positive things like oh look i did this for a few minutes or you know, it wasn't that bad. You know, I'm not couch ridden, you know, or mm-hmm. I'm not recovering from an injury at least. Or if I am recovering from an injury, it's like, okay, just be patient, as we talked about before. Yeah. So, so is it kind of just like try to stack these little wins one day at a time? Little wins, little wins. Little you know, wins. Just, 
you can you can motivate yourself i mean uh watching other competitions as well he doesn't have to be cycling but just competition for me seeing competition it gets me motivated to be competitive again mm. so I had an athlete that was kind of making a little bit of a comeback and more in the gym. And he said, Hey, this was just a great reminder that there's a long way to go. And I was like, man, there's always a long way to go. Like if you're shooting for wherever you're shooting, like it doesn't stop. It's just yeah. gotta keep going. Yeah. So yeah. I wants to do like a million miles. So that takes a lifetime. That takes a life. That takes a lot of miles. Wait, do you, do you yep. want to do a million miles? I don't think I could do a million miles. <laughs> what's okay? So, so, sort of on this thread, what's the biggest inspiration that keeps you pushing forward to not a million miles, but a lot of miles? Uh, my daughters. I love like seeing them get excited for when I race, and and you know to to make them inspired as well is is what keeps me going mainly. That's awesome. What is, if you are self-coach, how do you craft your training calendar together? And I guess, let me ask, with you do a ton of racing, how do you incorporate that? Like, do you first plan out the races you want to do? Do you kind of just race whenever races pop up? Because, like, how do, how do you walk through that? So there's there's the, the I guess, winter, which yeah. wasn't winter this time, but... Uh, you got winter and you could do your base miles, but it's sometimes you're racing. Like you mm -hmm. get stuck in New Zealand race in November. <laughs> kind of late in the season and you go into that and then you get done with that and everyone's getting, yeah, let's do miles. And you're just like, I just want to sit. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. I need a break. Uh, or, you know, they'll, they'll just throw random races at you all the way through December. So for me at this point, I just do highs and lows. Like I try to do intensity, get really fit, target some races, and then relax a little bit, let it fall, and then build it back up again. Um, I'll have some target races, maybe a three or four day. Uh, crit, you know, uh, Tulsa would be a good example. You target Tulsa, mm -hmm. you get fit with that, and then you crash. But <laughs> <laughs> or or they lose your bike before that one. Now that's what happened this last year. American Airlines lost my bicycle. That never came back. Never came back. Miami never came back. Just opened a case. Everything waited the two month period. Just got a, a small check of like a ten percent of what the bike was worth, and, and that was it. So I, yeah, so you know the sponsors aren't happy, but yeah, the, it happens. These airlines lose bikes, and it's crazy. So you, could, I went to Tulsa and I got to watch it, but I didn't get to race it. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, it was crazy, but well, after what happened there last year, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. A lot met more crashes than normal, and that's a, getting so much more aggressive. Like that's why, yeah, that's why I've slowly stepped away from that discipline <laughs> of the sport. I <laughs> it, it it didn't even sell out this year. Did you see that? Yeah, it was. It's got to be from the crashing. I mean, people are just like, no way. I don't know. Back in the day, like just seeing like the that more inexperienced riders just trembling on the line. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> 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 not good. And now it's just now it's on purpose. It's like people are like revved up and ready to go. And it's like oh, we got to do like eight corners every lap here. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is. 
All right, we're going to move on from that one. <laughs> well, wait. So, okay, yeah, so highs and lows, and I like that. It's almost kind of like I was talking to somebody about some of these guys like Vanderpool and Wow, who are doing cross. They're doing some grand tour stages. They're doing some classics. It's like they, their full-on year is very different than a lot of ours where we're like base miles, build, mm-hmm. race, build, race, fall. So, yeah. um, what is, do you have any favorite workouts? Uh, KOM chasing. That's, a, that's the best workout, I think. Or nowadays, like these trucks, they don't go as fast in America. I'm in, in Ecuador and you get on the freeway and the trucks just go just right and you can draft off of them and then you get some really good training and just. It's so your full gas maximal effort type of guy i love it i love it <laughs> what's do you have any durations when you go out you're like hey i'm gonna go try and hit a certain type of kom or there's got to be a little bit of planning into that red lights i would say just red lights that's it what do you and mean if you, if you can run the red lights you keep going but if you can't just you stop and you wait <laughs> but how do you know where the segment is or are you just hoping there's a kom Sometimes I go out and I, I try it once and I'm like, okay, I did decent. And then you check and then you see what the times are. Sometimes there's cars. So you got to uh, edit, see if the, you know, which ones are cars. And then after that, it's all right from here to here, I'm going to put this much effort into it. If that fails, I'll just keep going and make it to this segment. And then, it, you know, and, and you keep pasting and gluing, you know, oh, like, okay, I'll just do it here. Yeah. And you can, you know you have a list of koms you don't have to do them all but like sometimes you can do a, a set a set here and a set there and it gets you a good interval and you don't have to focus so much just on numbers looking down and be like oh it's exact or right that's out and get done with the can hands on the board so i so you're at least planning these beforehand where you're like hey there's like these five over in this area or there's these four or is that or are you mm-hmm. saying that's just from riding around the area you get used to what is where you get used to what is where and sometimes okay. you Feel like this is a good KOM zone already. Yeah. When you just let it out because you you know like oh this is probably a popular section. Let's just let's see how yeah. we do. I've done too. I'll like if I visit my sister or something, I'll just map make a map a route of like popular ro- uh, streets people ride off the whatever they call it the heat map, and then uh-huh. it'll show you all these KOMs. Like all right, I'm gonna try this one, this one, this one, this one. Yeah, it's you got some maximum efforts. Go for it. It's a good, it's a fun day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time at uh, Venice Beach on a Super Bowl Sunday, like you know, just pedestrians on the bike path, and my average speed was like thirty-four miles per hour. And <laughs> there's a few corners in there, and I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but like being in a video game, and people like stars are stretching. Like you're just going warp zone. You just do it. <laughs> <laughs> just get it done. Make it just happen. Not- <laughs> what is and maybe you kind you kind of hit on this with the bike tell me two interesting things about your equipment uh yeah the, the 160 disc on the brakes is over the 140 mm-hmm. uh it, it makes the bike even look meaner i think just these aggressive big old wheels on the side <laughs> no yeah. um Spinners. i like power you can really be accurate um some of these, these descents you do uh especially in colombia when you climb for hour, two hours, two hours and a half, three hours, and then you have to go down. And now you're in the rain and you're going down. 
you want brakes. You want mm-hmm. really good brakes. And some of these cars are not obeying the laws. They're not doing what you think they should be doing. So oncoming traffic in your lane or dogs running at you, you want really good braking. So these 160s, I think, totally advantageous, especially in these these climates that have rain and steep, steep roads. I mean, I caught one time I went up a road at 38% grade. So going down that. What? Be able to- 38? Yeah. Dude, I didn't even know it's possible. Yeah, they're, they're special roads. They have little track lines on them and little rocks glued onto them. So you don't slip. It's crazy. When you see those roads now, you'll be like, okay, get ready. Dude, I, whatever it is in the UK, Primrose Pass, I think is 31. 31. That was, that was gnarly. I only had a 28 on. I was surprised I got up it. And 38%, I can't even fathom that. That's absurd. At the start of the climb, you pass two intermediate, like, church towns, I call them, where it kind of goes flat just for the town, and then you go climbing again. Mm-hmm. So you go to intermediate church town from 8,000 up to, I think, 9,500 church town. And then the next section to next church town is, like, 11,000. And on the way out of 11,000, on the way up to 12,000, you're there within, like, a quarter mile. You're, you're just instant. It's That's so nuts. Then you make up your way up to 13, 13,500. And then there's a place called Laguna or yeah, Laguna Negro. And it's uh, this amazing little lake. And there's like these two boys that appear out of nowhere, like the shining, like twins. And then would you like to buy empanadas? <laughs> <laughs> you buy and, then, and then you go on the Strava and there's only 200 people that have been up there on the, on the bikes and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I had the coffee. I got stuck in the mud trying to like go look around the lake and then I, I made my way back down. But that 38% was unreal. Even going down it, you're just looking down. Just That's scary. Whoa. Yeah, it's frightening to me. I'm trying to think. There's even places in Blowing Rock where the downhill, I mean, I suck at descending, but I don't climb on certain rows because I know the backside of that is just not fun. I'm just breaking. It sucks. Break. And then... You don't want to break parts. You don't want to break yourself. Yeah, it's Mm-mm. logistics. No. Do these adventures once or twice, and then you clock it. You check it off the list. You ever been out towards Antuntaki in Ecuador? I think it's more north. <laughs> it's a small Not town. Yet. Not yet. Just Cuenca, and a few of those mountains out to the the east of Guayaquil. Mm. I've seen pages you did and i uh, it, they get high and they get mean they get Dude, some mean. look at from the race look at my rides a week later when we stayed out there it's raleigh's friend and the rides that's where it went up to eleven thousand. but i was there for a few days kind of rolling solo i forget if people guys weren't riding but man some sick loops forrest and i went up to some random what i would also call like a church town there's a church there's a little guy selling cokes for like 40 cents and yeah no one else and we rode up and we're like where are we this is amazing and it was it's just one of those times where like i would never have seen this place if i didn't have my bike with me and i hate traveling with a bike which is weird because i love riding but it's just kind of a pain i'm trying to get more okay with it um yeah yeah i don't know i don't know how you do it you're all over the place it's (laughs) well you've seen my bike bag you know i carry a whole bike shop with me on the back (laughs) I don't remember your bike bag. Did you have all this stuff? Yeah, I Did got you... an extra time. But no, at this point, I'm ro- I'm rolling through the jungles and the rivers. I need everything. Like I broke a chain recently. I was like, it was so random. It just 
the the quick link went two different ways and i never found either piece i don't even know how that happened but my chain exploded on a climb i just bing, gone god dude <laughs> oh. so i think luckily but like like that could ruin your day if you're out in the jungle because that's a you know you're walking that's a lot of walking that's i don't know a if you're lot of walking. yeah let's see 15 so 10 miles out back there plus a few you know category two climbs to get over and then yeah so you got to be prepared you bring everything i know how to repair the bike now like in any way shape or form like to if the derailleurs misfunction i'll be able to put it in like one you know just one gear and roll mm -hmm. it out like ready just in case and you know four tubes and i found a store deep in there i don't know how it happened but there was a store in coconuts and i was like yes four tubes is i thought i brought a lot with three four has got me beat yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> what is tell us one thing about you that you don't want us to know? Ah, uh, I think I already revealed it. Like how much milk I drink. It's like <laughs> well, the life for me. If you drink the milk, you're going to be strong. I think Chris Tolley matches me in milk consumption. Yeah. That man drinks a gallon of raw milk a day. That's a lot of milk. Well, it's not a lot of milk. It's a lot of that. Good, good. I don't know where he gets. <laughs> He's on Texas, so he gets that good, good. Oh my God! Lechantera, you know that uh, thirty percent fat. I think it says on there, or fourteen percent, or whatever the ridiculous amount is on it. Wow! It, like it. whole, yeah. whole, whole, whole cream, basically. cream. Yeah. What is? What's the best piece of advice for a newer cyclist? stick to it you can build build and build and build and your experiences will add up to better experiences even if they're bad experiences uh yeah just always keep going and to look forward at the positive you know you, you you build mountains love that man what's so metal about metal metal man have you ever listened to slam metal during an interval holy no. moly It'll we don't do intervals, dude. We're just doing KOMs. Don't confuse right. everybody. Well, slam metal, are, especially for the traffic, I think it warns them slash gives you motivation to go through tight, tight spaces, very tight spaces, <laughs> and hope it all works out. And you're just hoping a moto isn't doing the same about to cross-check you, because that's almost happened to me a few times. Or I think I've In that video, recently, some dude, he like looked back, he was some dirty scowl, and you're like, here I come. Out of my way, <laughs> moto man. <laughs> man there's groups of them sometimes they all get motivated and then they'll slow down to let you catch up and then you go back at it again before you know it, you're through all this traffic and and you're done with the day and it feels good but other times i i got checked t-boned by a taxi i think we were both in the wrong maybe he was running that because i saw pedestrians going the right way and i think he was just going to motor through them so I was coming through not too fast, maybe 14 miles, 15 miles per hour. And then I just see him off to my side and he's just keeps coming. He doesn't put on the brakes and he clips me on the back and we have oh. been around in a circle, but it took the chain off. Nothing else. I just got to, I didn't even, I guess, touch the ground other than like unclip and kind of, you know, like kind of like Dan dance a little bit like a cat would, you know? Yeah. I don't know how. And just my chest hurt, I think, from hitting the bike, from falling down on the bars instantaneously. But that's it. 
it's my only incident in all of it. And it was like, okay, I know where that is. I know how the situation happened. I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to rely on pedestrians crossing as my indicator of is it safe or not. Because mm. taxis don't follow those rules either. They just go. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a, yeah. Mm. Well, I'm glad a, we made it out with just minimal bruising and minimal. a chain. Minimal. Off, put it back on and went on my way and I was like, Woof, okay. Okay, calm it down. <laughs> <laughs> What's the number one thing in your daily routine that shows the biggest return to your success in cycling? Oh, just simple hydration. Drink water. Because, you know, I I am sober now six, almost seven years. And before this, you know, if you weren't hydrated properly, you sucked at racing. Mm-hmm. So hydrated every day with that you know good fluids milk milk oh that's a that's a whole meal as well so you can you can do it all with milk uh yeah i would say hydration it's simple but hydration keeps no you- uh, simple's good man people overcomplicate this sport i think and it's hydration is huge you, you need you know the carb mix you need the special gels you need to put a, a monitor on your arm and we need to monitor everything about everything now because that's the next level but it's crazy on the top end that's what's happening and how do you keep up with that keep it simple yeah, yeah i think keeping it simple is the way it's uh, i mean i've reverted from sports drinks or mixes to sugar water and salt and it's like nice. simple it's everything yeah into it nice uh do you focus on aerodynamics at all yeah, but still, I mean, you got the aero bike, the locks, maybe not aero. Smaller frame. This a smaller frame allows a bigger drop from the saddle to the bars. Mm-hmm. This there, you can drop your back lower, so you can simulate being more aero uh, without having to push your body too far, like mm-hmm. arch too hard, and you know wear out some. You know, it, on a five-hour day, you don't want to be in the drops like that but in a criterium you, i can get pretty arrow um just by being in the drops and with that big, higher seat to, to to the slam stem and just that i that alone i think because i'm a bigger person i can break wind with uh <laughs> <laughs> break through the wind with uh more or it's not as hard to break through the wind because we're bigger people so I mean, what stage one towards Southland? Someone got in the breakaway and just destroyed it for the green jersey. Those <laughs> men, that, that race, the Watts that day, the Watts. I think oh, I left him all. I left him all that day. <laughs> that was it. Boy, oh man, what's uh, finish this sentence? I never dot dot dot. I never eat bananas. Really? Never eat bananas. I I, I think I have a food, food affinity, I think it's called, where you, or you, like a psychological reaction. I don't know. My mom fed me bananas when I was a young baby child. I don't know, six months in a row, just bananas, everything. And then one day I just gagged. Didn't, no more. Just no more. Really? And since sensitive, you know, you, you eat the little candies and you taste that flavor and it and triggers triggers in your head like that. Yeah. Food sensitivity, maybe. Maybe. F- food affinity would be, isn't that, it would be like you want them. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah. 
We're gonna shower you in bananas. We're shower in bananas. G rated. Okay. We're skipping moving on. In Colombia, and they're like, Yeah, Tyler, you don't need any food. They have checkpoints and everything. What was that? Every checkpoint. Oh no, bananas. What what was else there? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Get out of here. That was a four and a half hour uh fat burn session. Just mm, get to the top of that one. The palmas. I don't know if you know Las Palmas. Mm-mm. That's big climb in Medellin. You get to the I was done. I was done after that. I was seeing the stars. I ate so many packets of whatever free food they had and the, just I I think I ate like two thousand calories in fifteen minutes just of snacks alone. But yeah. No bananas. No bananas. Okay. What are three soft skills for success, either on the bike or life? Uh, keeping positive, keeping an open mind, and giving it 100%. Cool. Those are good. Uh, oh, wait. Got two more. We had one from a person on Instagram you might know. He goes by the name of Bike Tease. Oh, Okay. What's uh what's your mentality when marketing yourself in real life and online? Because you do have a bunch of sponsors, and I think kind of as I was telling you before, like you just still have a really genuine persona online. Is that yeah, I don't want to seed any answers, but what's your when you're like trying to market this stuff and market yourself, what how do you go about thinking about that? I think this is this is a really good question. I might even ask everybody. Well, uh for me. To, to just keeping it metal is my my phrase is my thing so i keeping it metal you just keep it like 100 percent. everything's got to be like 100 could be crazy like 100 going through the traffic or 100 going for the win or 100 giving it for your teammates or 100 helping the community you can give 100 no matter what so keeping it metal is giving that like extra 100 and uh yeah uh for the persona online, I just, I see things in my head. I see like ideas and like, okay, maybe th- people will think this is cool or different. You know, not, you know, it's not often people, you know, people have their gravel bikes with them. I don't have mine with me right now. So I got to ride these dirt roads with my road bike. And it's, you know, I cross these rivers and you're just rolling on rocks and water and pedaling. And just that dynamic, learning to do that is a fun experience. And maybe people didn't think that was possible. And you just show them, oh, look. Just roll right through a river. Nothing happens. Keep going. Keep it in metal. So you, you you can approach everything with this. And, you know, sometimes a taxi gets you, but you just, <laughs> you just keep going. And, and I've been in some horrific crashes, but I don't let them set me back at all. Um, for a while, you know, you'll be a little bit traumatized. But after that, you'll realize, you know, as a learning, you won't put yourself in that situation again or, or you'll, you'll be more careful. But. And other times you'll 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 tunnels you'll tunnel vision. You this is it. You got to go for the win. There mm-hmm. there might be consequences, but you, you're going to go. This is it. So, I, I think that's you just gave it a hundred percent. Keep it metal. I'm into it. I'm into it. Last one. What race are you most looking forward to this year? <clears throat> the championships. I don't know. I want to train hard and do some nationals maybe this year. Let's do. I see some uh, some some tall guy winning the road. Uh, you know, I get inspired to go back and try nationals again in the masters category, possibly. Will you come to masters, Nas? Dude, this is a good course for you. That would be. I, it's what in the south now. It's, it's in Georgia. Be- it's in Augusta, okay. which 
no offense to anyone listening from Augusta. It's not the most greatest destination. Um, there's just nothing to do there. Or maybe I'm missing <laughs> it. Race, if you're from... <laughs> yeah, race a bike race. If you're from Augusta and you have like the secret places to go, please let me know. Post in the comments. But you should come Great. to that. If you can make it there, you would crush. It's just a little, I don't know, maybe 40-second kicker at the end. It's rollers. Mm-hmm. It's hard for things to get away. Um, I just say stay away. It's it's easy to get away. It's just hard to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say too, amateur Nats was it was beautiful out there in Virginia. The course was hard, though I thought. And I'm I'm gonna try and go back. Uh, I'm going to France for Chris's birthday and. Okay. We get back like two days before, so I don't know. That's gonna be the best prep. Can yeah. you bring the? Can you bring the recovery boots and the plane with you? No, but I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring a bike because I met a guy from France down here riding, and okay, he was like, "Yeah, it's." A, he, long story short, I was like talking to him. And he's, I was like, "Hey, what's the deal with bringing like a bike to Paris?" He's like, "Do it. I have routes on Strava. Like, it's totally worth it." So. I might try and break out of my shell, travel with the bike, hate it, mm-hmm. but just get there, <laughs> ride. And I think if I could do a couple two-hour rides, I could show up on the line and go race. And body maybe check. What's that? Just body check. Like, body, this is what you do. This, remember what you did. This is what you do. This is this what time. you do. Maybe that'll be a thing that makes me be more patient and not so aggressive too early, which I just love to do. Just... Go too hard too early, run out of energy. Go on stage one. God. <laughs> not having not drink enough milk. That's what I need. <laughs> what else what else you got for the people? What other gems can we share from Tyler? You've already left uh, us with so many. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I love it. Uh, always say yes to travel races. Always say yes to racing. Like always say yes. Pick up your even if you're not in the best shape, even if you're not ready to go. Let's support the community. Let's get out there. Let's race our bicycles and let's be nice with doing it. We don't have to be the most aggressive people anymore. Everyone is skilled at their bicycle. We don't need to, you know, show who can cut the corner and slide out and you know cause the biggest crash anymore. Let's let's race fast. Let's use the you know the fastest and and after that you know. Just, just ride your bike, enjoy it. You know, mountain bike, cross bike, a road bike, uh, gravel bike, any kind of bike. Track just bike, EMX bike, track bike, TT bike. If you're a triathlete, you know, just enjoy your bicycle. Um, life is fun, especially on a bike because you can go really fast. Love it, man. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Cut.